Welcome back to WNST, Towson, and Baltimore, and WNST.net. We're live on Radio Road, Super Bowl 54. Our continuing coverage brought to you by our friends at Liberty Pure Solutions. I got the hat working here, as well as our friends at Sportaculture and Royal Farms and Raskin Global. Tim Brown sitting down with us here, <laughs> and, uh, you know, for level select CBD. But, uh, yeah, I, I just overheard before you came by, I, I think uh, Akbar Baja Bia Miller was here. He said, man, I got to go to Vegas this weekend for a thing. The Las Vegas Raiders. The Vegas Raiders. <laughs> you know, that doesn't roll off the tongue, does it, Tim? Hey, you know, it'll take it'll take a minute, obviously. I mean, you know, you, I was the L.A. Raiders, you right. know. That was a little different of for course. people. Uh, uh, Oakland always felt like the right, the right, you know, word to be in front of Raiders. Uh, but at the same time, man, I think this is going to be a beautiful thing for the Raiders, you know, the franchise and and that's the thing that matters at this point, you know. Um, what's best for this team? And, you know, as much as they wanted to be in Oakland, uh, they couldn't get the deal worked out. And then when the, when the NFL put uh, put uh, the San Diego Chargers in L.A., that just, that just changed the whole deal. So... Tim Brown being joined here on the set. Uh, My man. You know what? It's never a Super Bowl here unless oh. Doug Flutie comes by, right? Mm-hmm. That's Tim Brown. I know. That's, isn't that isn't cool? It? He sits near me. At high, he lets this me sit guy, near him at this, high This is Doug Flutie, man. Doug, Doug, Doug is doing what, what I, I thought I was going to be doing. That's announcing Notre Dame games. Yeah. But they told me, we can't have a Notre Dame guy doing Notre Dame yeah. games. I was like, why not? I can be partial. <laughs> not, but. <laughs> well, this is the best thing. That's so much fun. It's oh, being, I, being I, a ball I with that school. Imagine it's been a blast. I can't, I can't. Well, yeah, Doug, I was trying to get you on, and we we're trying to fit you in in a, a crowded schedule. I said 11 o'clock. Oh, Tim Brown up here, and I, and, and and your publicist said, Yeah, it's just two Heisman. I'm like, Yeah, I guess we could probably go, you know, come together. Well, they had three Heisman Trophy winners in a backfield this year, so, right? You know, right, right, right. They're you know, a dime Baltimore. a dozen. Uh, you know, can we talk some football about the Ravens? Because I, when yeah. I envisioned coming down here three weeks ago, and I had uh, you know, 200 hotel rooms and 10 buses, and you know, yeah. we're, we're yeah. 14. And two, and Coach yeah. Bill, like my partner's, like, yeah. hey, what are we going to do down there? Let's yeah. go throw, throw a party like we did in New Orleans. No doubt. I didn't envision being here having guys like you say, well, what happened? You know? No, no, no. Well, well I, you I, watched it. Well, I think it's, it's very obvious what happened. What happened is they shut the team down too early. You cannot go three weeks without playing a game and think you can come out in the divisional playoff game and make it happen. It was a rookie mistake by a coach who's a great coach, you know, and I, I couldn't believe. I was with, uh, when we had the Heisman ceremony, uh, we had an autograph session that day, and RG3 was there. And he was telling me then what the plan, that, that they were not going to play in week 17. So for them to have planned that, that means they're already thinking that. So guys are going out there playing, going, if we can win, we get two, three weeks off. And I think that you, you had too young of a football team. This was not a veteran football team. This was a young football team. They should have played, and maybe you pull them out in the second half. But you gotta, you got to be ready to play this game, man. And, and I think they learned a valuable lesson. The problem now is, do you get back to 14-2? and two? Do you ever get back to that situation again? Because now people have all offseason to figure out who you are, and maybe they f- they find an answer for for Lamar. Who knows? Well, you guys have both had disappointments in your career, highs and lows and whatnot. Coming back from this, Lamar coming down here getting an MVP trophy in his hometown that coulda, shoulda, woulda, and never and and but that motivates especially guys like you, right? Well, yeah. What to go along with what Tim was saying? Uh, my playoff runs in Canada the most difficult. <laughs> I'm just playing with stuff. I, I need something. To, I'm picking up tins of water and moving it around. I fidget. You know, I got ADD. I'm all over the place. I've lost like three bottles already. Uh, so I'm trying to hold on to one. My toughest runs 
when I was in Canada were when we had the bye week. Sure. The beginning of that next game and having a week yeah. off, and, and the other team comes off an emotional win, and they're, they're on the uptick and gaining momentum, gaining confidence, and there's so much to be said for that. You can't shut it down, and that, that's a good point, Timmy. And then, but then you can't have Lamar running around out there against Pittsburgh Steelers in weeks like that either. Why not? It's football. That's what he does for a living. You do it. That's I, what, I stayed in. I played four quarters and an so overtime. You guys are the problem. Yep. You guys are. <laughs> and the agent saying he can get hurt. He can. Get, you can get hurt crossing the street. Come on, man. If you stay home on the sideline and you're not paying attention, you get hurt on the sideline. Some guy running. You just get on the field and play football. That's what man. You this is a. This is almost an outrageous take on it. I mean, like we don't hear that this much. This is what you do in the aftermath. I mean, because you know? because the game has changed so much. When when we went to the. Uh, AFC Championship. We went to the Super Bowl in 2002. We had to win that last game to 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 get the bye. So it was easy for us. But we were, you know, we were 30. I was 35. Jerry was 38. Rick, Rich Cannon was 37, 38. But we were looking forward to playing. I mean, it wasn't like, oh man, we got to go play. We were looking forward to playing. 2000. We had the bye going into the last game. But guess what? We all played into the second half, and then we came out. So I mean, there's a way that you have to condition your body to keep keep going. And for them to shut down, and again, this had been talked about maybe at the beginning of December, that if we do certain things, somebody, it may not have been the whole team, but obviously they knew that there was a plan to shut Lamar down. So I, I just think that it was very shocking for me for John Harbaugh to make that mistake. Doug, you were uh, you know always sort of a maverick, and anybody that selected you as a quarterback wanted to do things maybe a little differently. Though. Lamar, in those 12 weeks of winning and utilizing college concepts and different kinds of concepts that so many teams didn't want to take that chance. For, for both of you, talk about the concept of offense and what the Ravens do zigging when everybody else is zagging, well, right? I'll tell you what, it comes playoff time. We saw more than one or two teams run the option down on the goal line. Come playoffs, everything is on the table. So the big fear is having all this stuff in the offense, can your quarterback stay healthy in the NFL for 17 weeks? It, it, it's tough. If you got a guy running the ball, whether it's 10, 12 times a game, um, Lamar is so elusive. He doesn't take a lot of big shots. He's that athletic that, that he knows and, and can avoid. But that's, that's the big variable. Uh, it's not the offense. The offense, they obviously love the idea. When you use the quarterback as a runner, you can block everybody. You can get a hat on a hat. You can do things that you can't do. So that's, I mean, I wanted that when I was playing. I, I did that when I was in Canada and had a lot of success. But when you get in the NFL, the commodity at the quarterback position, and finally they're saying, you know what? It's too darn good. We got to take that risk and we do it. Yeah, you, you know, they, you, they, they, you, they you, go ahead and run them. You, you have to do it. I mean, it may be Lamar plays nine years instead of playing 15 years, but it's going to be an incredible nine years, you know. And um, I think for him, he has to understand that, that uh, I don't know if he ever gets to the point where he is a pure drop back quarterback. That's not who. That's not what he's ever done, and I don't know if you can develop that in the, in the NFL. But at the same time, you know, if you're having the kind of success that he's having right now, you know, the thing is, everybody wants to eventually be Joe Montana. You know, you, you take what happened with Cam Newton. Cam eventually wanted to be a drop back quarterback. Well. That's not who you are, big guy, you know, and, uh, and it's showing up. But at the same time, you know, you can be effective. Maybe you don't run as much, but uh, there's just certain things you have to do. And right now, uh, you know, Lamar is the best running back in the NFL, mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Tim, and, I, oh, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Ahead. Tim, as a wide receiver, 
how do you have to change your mindset to play in an offense like this? It's tough. It's really tough. No doubt about it. You know, I mean, to me, it's the equivalent of uh, my senior year at Notre Dame. We ran the wishbone. Right. When Terry Andresia got hurt, we brought in and Tony Rice, and he couldn't hit the side of a barn with <laughs> with with you know with, with if nobody was rushing him. You know, and uh, so we went in the wishbone, and he was like. I'm playing wide receiver, and we're in the wishbone. So they put me in the backfield, had me lead blocking on people. I was like, this is not what I signed up for either. Uh, but uh, but you just have to – but we were winning football games. Sure. So that's the, that's the trade-off. You know, you don't you don't get the numbers, but you, you get wins. And, and if you're a team player, that's what it's all about. Tim Brown, Doug Flutie joining us here. You guys got things you're promoting. I want to give you an opportunity to talk about level CBD. Yeah, you know, I, I think Doug – Maybe a couple years ago, when we were at a golf tournament, was telling me something about something that he was doing. Maybe it was something else, but uh, but anyway, man, level select CBD. You know, these guys, you know, came to me and wanted wanted me, and I have never, you know, been one to partake on the other side of this, if you know what I mean. THC, <laughs> so, right? So uh, some people confuse my little planners with that, but that's <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, Curio so, Wellness, we love you too. Go ahead. Yeah, so for me, you know, it was really about you know the cleanness of the product, and and these guys, they own their own farm, so they're really able to make sure the products are super clean. This um, is a roll-on. That's a, that's mine. That's what I. That's what this, I. Have. This is. Uh, yeah, no, you don't, want to, you don't want to put it under there. What is sure. this? Yeah, you roll it on whatever you got. Oh, you roll it on. Oh. It, oh, I, I thought it was literally a deal. No. I, I is it no a painkiller like, or an anti-inflammatory? Anti-inflammatory, yes, anti-inflammatory. So, uh, no, I mean, so it's been great. So I, I have so a like couple spots. I had spots. knee surgery. I had, yes. uh, I had uh, chondromalacia, Roll, 2006. Roll it so, on. So this, yes. on the spot. Okay. Bam. And uh, you feel it. Same with this? Same with the cream. The cream is yeah, a little bit more intense, I feel. You know, so, uh, but the roll-on for me works great, man. So they have a BOGO going on right now. Buy, buy one, get one 50% off. Uh, you may be level one, man. You know, uh, I'm level two, so I use a level two product. Level two is higher in strength for a higher level of muscle soreness. Yeah. Well, you play football. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got a level three. He's too, probably so level I'm... six, man. I saw what he did. <laughs> I, I just, I got nothing left in the knee over there. So, yeah, I'll be so, helping. But anyway, yeah. So it's been incredible, man. You know, uh, being able to uh, to 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 partner with a company that's trying to change the industry a little bit. Uh, and, Doug, what do you got going on, man? Uh, Flutie Maximum Football. You can go at uh, maxfootballgame.com, and it's a download, or you can get the units themselves. So, you know, it, it's a video game that you can really be specific and, and, and make your own teams, your own uniforms, all that. You can play college rules. You can play oh, wow. pro rules. You can play CFL rules. Um, it really was jumping off the shelves when we introduced it this year. And the college kids knew more about it than I did. When, when I was going around doing the games and interviewing wow. kids, all they wanted to know is how they get it. Wow. Because the ratings online were, were actually, and I That's don't awesome. know if I'm allowed to say it, but higher than Madden. Uh, on the ratings on the game when it was coming out. So it came out this year. You can get it online at uh, maxfootballgame.com. Any Flutie Flakes? We got anything going on? (laughs) Flutie Flakes as well. We did a 20th anniversary box this year. I went back up to Buffalo to a game for the first time. And the people were amazing. So FlutieFlakes.com, you can buy those still. And that's all about my foundation and raising money uh, for autism. But the people in Buffalo were nuts. I played three years in Buffalo. I went back to a game for the first time. It was like I was Jim Kelly. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they, <laughs> I, it's like, the they, are, the they were amazing. The people no were just it. absolutely amazing. Last thing for both of you before you go, good football game here. I mean, I, it yeah. sucks we're not in it, believe me. Yeah. Uh, but this is a good game. This is, this is, this is something we're going to talk about this week. It really, it's, it's the matchup of 
atypical NFL-style football, run the fo- football first, play action, make some big plays in the pass game against wheel and deal and let it fly. And, yeah. and I, you know, that's the way I love to play. I love to play the way Mahomes plays it and yeah. sling that thing around and just make a play. For, for a Raider, this is like the worst Super Bowl ever, right? You got the 49ers and the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. So oh. It's like, oh. you know, I'm, I'm, I thought I'm dying of that, yeah. Uh, can can we have a major power outage with two minutes to go in the game or something? Yeah. Nobody wins. You He's know, going but. out to Vegas, the Vegas <laughs> Raiders, huh? You can have fun oh, in Vegas. Right. Right. Yeah. Just throw yourself that way. Uh, you know, I, this is a classic to me, offense versus defense, right? I mean, Who's going to win? Is it going to be Kansas City, or is this San Francisco defense going to be able to uh, uh, slow down Kansas City? And uh, I don't think that's possible. You know, these guys are just, they have too many moving parts, man, too many fast moving parts. So, uh, but uh, anything can happen. If that front four for San Fran can jump up and do what they need to do, there's a possibility they could, you know, make Mahomes make a mistake or two. But if they can't get to him, man, it's going to be a long day. When you can get pressure on a quarterback with four, it, it makes it, it, makes makes it so tough yeah. because you can play coverage, you can defend. And yeah. uh, even though Mahomes' numbers, I guess I saw that Mahomes' numbers are better against four-man or a five-man rush than four-man rush. Yeah. So, yeah. Seven uh, in coverage. I think I, all but one of his interceptions have come against seven in coverage. Yeah, so, well, wow. I mean uh, that 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 amazes me because you you usually you know with a four man rush and have time, a guy like him will just buy as much time as he needs to find somebody. I would think. Yeah. But not necessarily. So when you bring in five, you're seeing more man coverage, and he's better against mm-hmm. man coverage. I have never had a crab cake with Doug Flutie in Baltimore, but uh, you're never going to eat a tourist crab cake in my town. No, we'll get you down to absolutely Bailey's. not. Streets right, Tim. Thanks for coming Jump, by. Thanks, Jumbo Doug, love. And thanks for all your staff for uh, making this happen together. We had the 1943 Heisman Trophy on this table literally the other day. It's on an wow. auction with Hunt Aug. Said it's going to be a couple hundred grand like that, whatever. Cool. And, uh, and heavy. And um, heavy. 35 yeah. pounds-ish? Almost pounds. as heavy as you guys. <laughs> Boom on the table. Yeah, I separated my shoulder today. I was trying to lift the stupid thing up there. Put it over your head. Yeah, the hell are you guys? It's not the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Doug Flutie and Tim Brown leaving the set. Super Bowl 54, our ongoing coverage, all brought to you by our friends at Royal Farms. Real fresh, real fast. Our friends at Sporticulture and Liberty Pure and Raskin Global. i got to get the investments out instead of the lip balm, but uh, you can find them at RaskinGlobal.com. I am Nestor. We are WNST.net, AM 1570. Find it all out in the buy at Toyota.com Audio Vault as well. And we never stop talking Baltimore sports here in Miami.